0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
1: Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. And it's time now for A Veteran's Place. And this show is gaining support from all over, not only from just military folks, uh, A Veteran's Place, but anyone that suffers from PTSD should tune in and listen to our host, Dr. Don Moeller. And uh, Don's on the line. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Dave. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. And uh, as you know and as our listeners know, we already start our shows, our veteran and first responder shows, with a moment of silent prayer because... They they don't know what they're faced with today. They don't know what they're getting over from yesterday. And so we say a moment of silent prayer, and then we follow it with a heartbeater. So we'll be back right after this. Amen. And we thank you for tuning in and for participating with us. And we want to make sure that everybody's heart is beating. And the way we did it in the Army and the way we do it here is the same thing. So, oh, all right, here we go. Hey, all right now. Hey,
0: I feel all right now. Do you feel like I do right now? Do you feel like I do right now? oh yeah, oh yeah, I can do it, I can do it, you can do it, you can do it, yeah
1: yeah, Period. oh man, oh. oh man, I don't know who they're talking about other than me. I'm the old one on the show. So, anyway, let's welcome Dr. Don Mueller from Columbus, Georgia. And uh, Don, I'm glad you're doing well today, and you've got. A heck of a show for us. So, uh, you know, I think people across the country are getting fed up and fed up with our government lying to us. We just talked uh, on our uh, doctor's lounge show. Dr. Hal Shears was in today and talking about the deception of Dr. Fossey during the COVID and letting the... Media run wild with it, and people getting away with just outright lying, and yet those of us that were telling the truth, we got slapped in the head, and uh, we got kicked off of YouTube for a while because we were telling the truth about hydroxychloroquine, hydroxychloroquine, Wearing of masks that do nothing, and more and more. So today you're talking about the VA and and all they've done for PTSD and all they're doing and research and how exciting it is. Was any of that true?
0: Well, you know, you I, I loved your cadence call when you started out, uh, Dave, because I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it uh, with. A reference to the movie A Few Good Men and I realized what's going on here that is exactly what the veterans with PTSD and oral health are up against and right now I mean to make it short and sweet I want your listeners to assume that I'm that Lieutenant Caffey Tom Cruise guy and I've got Colonel Jessup on the witness stand and I'm specifically asking him a question and what Lieutenant Chaffee was using was the absence of information on the logs when they called the code red. And that's exactly my my task right now. I'm presenting the VA and requesting evidence that with a research budget of $2 billion, 3,400 researchers, 7,000 research projects Where is the evidence in the last two decades or three decades that you have done any research on PTSD and oral health? That's a fact. You're free to go to science.gov or pubmed.gov or federal clinical trials and find evidence where the VA has done any research on PTSD. And where am I going with this? Why did they call a code red on any research between connecting between PTSD and oral health. Real simple, because one paper, and there's three dozen of them, connected PTSD, which is, can affect uh, 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 up to 20 to 30% of our veterans, depending on which war and how many missions they pulled. So imagine that there are 18 million veterans. Let's take a conservative estimate of 3 million with PTSD. Well, recent research is demonstrating that up to 90%, 88% technically, of those veterans in combat, combat PTSD, can have oral health problems that affect their jaw joints, their jaw muscles, their jaw ligaments, the nerves around their head and neck that are also involved in chewing. Why doesn't the VA want this research done? Why did the VA call a code red on anybody who tries to connect PTSD with oral health problems? That's real easy. They can't do the mission. They cannot do the mission to take care of that number of injured veterans with legitimate problems. Now, later, after we grind our ax here a little bit, we're going to finish off Uh, what we're talking about, medical problems that affect people with PTSD. And this is all from the research. This, I didn't sneak around the VA and get any classified information. This is all out in the public. So basically, we're asking Colonel Jessup why he called a code red on anybody trying to do research on PTSD and oral health. If, you know, Fauci used the line that if you don't tell the truth, that, that intention can cause suffering and injury, and he called it generating disinformation. Well, what do you call a VA who hides their research logs and makes it difficult to find out that they're not doing research on PTSD and the intersection or nexus between PTSD and oral problems? So our veterans are waking up with tension headaches, grinding their teeth, their jaws ache, their TM joints, temporal mandibular joints hurt. And what's the VA's response? Nothing. And what they'll try and do is say, well, our research has shown there's not a correlation. That's real easy, Colonel Jessup, because you don't have any research one way or the other on it. You have code reded any dentist or oral surgeon or physician, and I'm all three, is trying to do research. In fact, I offered to join a fellowship. This is current. This is right now in the, uh, the VA Quality uh, Scholars Program. It's a Quality Improvement Scholars Program. To get into this program, look it up. Go online. You need to have a master's degree in some area or above, and you need to have a license to practice what medical profession. They invited nurses, pharmacists, physical therapists, physicians, and dentists. The only problem is that in 25 years and 300 graduates, I don't think they have one dentist who's graduated from that program. That's amazing. I have a doctorate in medicine and in dentistry, board certification in oral surgery, a transitional internship, and published papers. Why can the civilians for 25 years get into this program, and I can't. Why? They've called a code red on anybody trying to connect PTSD with oral health problems. What do you think about that, Dave?
1: Well, you know, if I had my eyes shut and you didn't say VA a few times, I'd say it sounded like a government project. Huh. You know?
0: you're, you're exactly right, Dave. <laughs> And, uh, Can you
1: imagine? Go ahead. No, I, I can't imagine it. And I, you know, this, this is what's wrong with this administration in general is that they've lost sight of and, and former administrations for that matter. I think the last administration probably came the closest, but they've lost sight of veterans and they've lost sight of what they're supposed to be doing for veterans. And I can see a vet going to a PCP, primary care physician, either at the, the VA hospital or in general, and compl- having complaints and the doctor saying, well, you know, there's no research on that. Uh, just, you know, suck it up and get over it. And having no clue... That PTSD could be the cause, and uh, we just had our doctor's lounge show on a minute ago, or not a minute ago, but an hour ago. And uh, Doctor Shears, Hal Shears, and I were talking about this show, in that uh, so many doctors are—they don't even know they're suffering from PTSD, and yet they are, and they're they're washing out of practices. They're Wanting to make changes, and they've seen things that you know. I think people forget that doctors are humans too, and some of them don't act like it, but for the most part, they are. And uh, you know, this is this is a across the board problem in almost every facet of life is PTSD. And it doesn't matter whether you're military first responder working at a job that's not your cup of tea, whatever it happens to be, and as a veteran, you have a right to go to your v a and ask for help and if they that's right if they can't give you help, then that's their fault, and it should be it shouldn't you know. It shouldn't be a guess when you walk into the VA. It should be you're going to a specialist, you're going to somebody that knows what they're talking about. Oh, my goodness, then you'd have to get it away from the government, wouldn't you?
0: Well, here's the problem, and you've you've nailed it. And so uh, has um, the doctor's lounge program. Here's the problem. The problem in a few good doctors, we'll call it, There's a difference between not knowing and preventing people from knowing. Now, here's the problem. When you go to the Veterans Affairs for care, and they've got good doctors there. Don't ever think I'm not saying they're not. My my beef is that the VA Research Division refuses to do the research that they're obliged to do connecting PTSD and oral health and why aren't they doing it because they know when they expose that that PTSD is connected to oral health in a huge way they will be responsible for 3 million veterans and their dental care and they don't want that just like Colonel Jessup knew a code red had taken place it's so obvious what the VA is doing now I invite your listeners go to www.pubmed, one word, .gov. There'll be a search box there. Put in PTSD and oral health, oral facial pain, craniofacial pain, and whatever combination of words you want to use, and you will find out there's probably three dozen papers, none of which, I believe, have been done by VA Research. Now, what happens to the VA? And here's what I think is the real reason. If the VA engages in research and they already know what it's gonna show, if they engage in research between PTSD and oral health, then they're gonna be obliged to answer the question like Colonel Jessup, did you order a code red? And the answer is yes, because they would have to ignore their own research. Because it's obvious, it's painful, no pun intended, it's painfully obvious that PTSD is connected with oil health. I see it all the time. So their problem is, once they discover their own evidence and then ignore it, what is that? That's called negligence. So right. the VA is not going to engage in investigation of this matter. Now, for even more fun, go to the PTSD the VA National Center for PTSD website. Go to that site and see if you can find anything about PTSD and oral health. I just did. I can't. Maybe I need the help of your viewers. I'm getting older. Maybe, maybe my brain wandered. I don't know. But go ahead and see if you can find anything mentioning mentioned on the PTSD site put out by the VA, the National Center for for PTSD as a website, comb through that and find anything, anything that describes, hey, if you've got PTSD and you're suffering from headaches in the morning when you get up, teeth grinding, jaw pain, muscle mastication pain, see if you can find that. And and call me collect, as they used to say. What do you <laughs> mean by that, Dave?
1: You know, as you were going through it and as we talked uh prior to the show. Um, you know, this reminds me, and I, and I know you've been practicing a while, and but I can remember, and I am old, so it, it takes a, a bit to crank up the memory, but I can remember when the medical profession, the MD part of your profession, rejected the idea that oral health could affect your heart Oral health could affect all parts of your body. And it hadn't been, I I can't tell you because I'm not a doctor and I'm not a dentist, but it hadn't been that long, maybe 20 years, maybe 30 years. I don't know that MDs finally started saying that there was a direct connection between oral health and our dentistry, your dental health, and the rest of your body. Am I right or wrong?
0: Well, you're absolutely right. And here's the thing, and, they, and they're trying to do this with this the VA with the PTSD. Notice they say we study the cardiovascular system and the effects PTSD has on it. We research the effect PTSD has on the endocrine system, your thyroid your pancreas, diabetes, blah, blah, blah. We also do research how PTSD affects the immune system, and we're going to talk about that later. And the C-reactive protein and the inflammatory state and the cortisol, we get all that. But what I'm demanding now from the VA is they call it the dental system. Why do the psychologists Let's start at the top of the head and work to the feet? Why do the psychologists who are dro- apparently driving the train, look at the funding schedule, they say, oh, PTSD is basically mental health, mental health, mental health. Well, that's true, but it's also physiological health, and you don't see that. But there is amount of a certain amount of research the VA does in cardiovascular effects of PTSD, and we're going to talk about some of those if we get time. We will next week if we don't get to it. Where, find the dental system, the oral health system, the oral system. Find research where the PT, how PTSD affects that. Now here's how the the VA is just being so coy and not doing it. We'll get into, uh, probably later today in this broadcast, that PTSD affects the musculoskeletal system. Well, your muscles are under tension. Your body is what's called upregulated. You're on alert. Well, I guess that the dental system, the jaws, don't have muscles and bones and joints. Unfortunately, they do. And intentionally, the code read that the VA's VA called on any research in that ignores the temporal mandibular joint as a joint involved from PTSD. They ignore the muscles of the jaws, which are connected to the muscle and relate with the muscles of your neck. Apparently, that that isn't and part of their uh, intent. Now, you you mentioned going into the Veterans Affairs for your doctor. Honestly, I'm an oral and maxillofacial surgeon. Before I started this journey, so to speak, if you had told me 15 years ago that I would be on a radio show talking about the effects of PTSD on the jaws, I'd go, you need to talk to somebody else. I would have been one of those guys. They would have said, I can't help you, I don't know what your problem is. Well, now the number of patients I get in my practice exclusively come in with, I've got these nightmares, which go to migraines. I've got these neck aches. I've got these jaw aches. I've got my teeth, they're sensitive. I'm grinding them. And I now go, I think that's most likely related to PTSD, and I might add, potentially traumatic brain injury. So traumatic brain injury, and we're going to include that, runs right along with PTSD. Well, as a patient, if you go in now to the VA and go, Doc, I think I know what the problem is. My, my oral health is related to my PTSD. You, they need to be educated, okay? Now, it's, it's up to the listener. And I actually had a guy in the VA tell me this. He happened to be a guy that answered the phone. Uh, I could tell he was a soldier at one time. He said, Doc, remember, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, okay? So the veterans need to go to the head of the line. You need to call your congressman or your senator, send them a, go on their line and put the info in online, and that and those boxes. Fill it out and go, why is the VA not engaged in research on PTSD and oral health in the jaws? And get an answer and demand an answer because... That's what we're doing. What do you think, Dave?
1: Oh, I think that uh, it should. People should do it today, and or after they've listened to the podcast. And want to remind everybody that uh, you know we can use help too. And if you're interested in sponsoring Don's show uh send us an email, or if you're interested in doing a show yourself, send us an email at gm, general manager at americaswebradio.com, and we'll be glad to talk to you and talk to you about sponsorships, and you're not only on this show, but you'll be on a number of other shows that we do and, and have on America's Web Radio, like the Doctor's Lounge, and... Um, uh, remembering Desert Shield and Desert Storm, we are veteran-oriented, and we are a place for veterans, and we're very proud of that. And, uh, you know, this is uh, something that uh, we look forward to and work for, and if uh, a person in uh, Brett's position is let go of my mouse so I can go on. And uh, he's into my computer from another computer, but doesn't understand that we're in a break, and I need, there we go, I've got my mouse back. So, anyway, we uh, appreciate what Don is doing. We also, also, I, you know, it's one thing to be listening to a doctor, and it's one thing to be listening to somebody that's been there, done that. Don was a medic in Vietnam, came back, became a dentist, an oral surgeon, and then decided to go to med school. So, you know, he, he he barely has a wall big enough to hang all of his diplomas on. But anyway, we'll yeah, be well, back. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> we'll, we'll be right back after this. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. And we're back on America's Web Radio with our show, A Veteran's Place, uh, with our host, Dr. Don Muller. And uh, Don and I were, were just talking about how important this show is, not just to military, but first responders, doctors, and just civilians in general that also suffer from PTSD. And Don, you had something I interrupted you. Yeah,
0: yeah, Dave. Here's something that I don't think any other radio station has across the United States. And now, there are some guys that have an occasional radio show. Uh, they talk about vets, vets things. But there is no radio show that's got archived uh, advice for our veterans. There's no other radio show that goes coast to coast that always has the same concern called a veteran's place, where veterans can come. And it also you also are providing a platform for, for organizations such as the American Legion, the VFW, the AMVETS, uh, Vietnam Veterans of America, and, of course, the, the Iraqi veterans and Iranian veterans and Afghanistani veterans that need to be updated, and there's just really, I mean, honestly, if there is, send us and let us know, but I don't know the, uh, where, you're going to find a show that's dedicated on a regular basis with archive files, with information uh, that the veterans need, and first responders, and our nurses, too. That's a stressful life. So, at any rate, I uh, It'd be good if you are a member of one of those organizations to just maybe think about having uh, some support sent to America's Web Radio. And also, and this is a plug for your outstanding radio show, that you can have a voice if you say, hey, we'd like to have one of our guys be interviewed on a veteran's place. And, And Dave, you've even said that. That would be fine. So if you're a, uh, a Iraqi war veteran, go, you know, we have this doctor that's treating us or whatever. We'd love to have him on the show, and he can be talking where I'm talking because I'm tired of hearing myself talk sometimes. So, Dave, I wanted to throw that out there.
1: Well, I appreciate it, Don. And uh, we certainly would will take any kind of comments. And if you have a question about PTSD that you'd like to ask Don, and by the way, Don has a device That if you have PTSD and you're having problems sleeping at night, is 98% effective. Did you hear me? 98% effective. And chances are you've had one of these devices of sorts in the past. But Don has perfected this into where it's you can get a good night's sleep. And that's one of the most important things that the body needs is a good night's sleep. And
0: uh, go ahead, Dave. Um, That's right, because first of all, depending on the parameters, it's 98% effective. The average guy that comes in here with PTSD associated nightmares, sleep disruptions, okay, they can wear this device, and it has an 80 to 90% chance of decreasing the frequency, intensity, and duration of your nightmares and sleep disruptions. Now, the best thing about it, we're not selling anything. Your dentist can look up on the International Dental Journal, my article. It's co-authored with Dr. Donald Gidden of Harvard University. Look it up. The recipe to make this thing is in the journal. So we're not selling anything. It's out there. You just tell your local friendly buddy, Dennis, say, hey, can you make me one of these things? According to this recipe, and basically, you, you think if you're in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, or Police or Firemen, and the guy and you're getting your boots, and the guy in front of you is five foot three, and they give him a size eight boot or whatever that is, and you're six foot three, and the guy goes, "Here's your size eight boot." You go your nuts. Well, if you go to get a, a mouth guard, and they're about two to three millimeters thick. And you're five foot two, a young lady or woman veteran, uh, it may or may not have an effect on your nightmares. But I guarantee if you're six foot three and they give you a little uh, mouth guard that's two, three millimeters, it won't do a thing for your nightmares. So think about it. This article tells you if you're six foot four, your your little mouth thing is going to need to be six to seven millimeters thick because you're bigger, your bones are bigger, your teeth are bigger. So it ain't rocket science, Dave. And I, I want to make sure your listeners know this research has been done. It's been published. And it's, the ADA has declared a, a mouth guard. It's, 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 not, it's a minimal to no-risk medical device. So there's no reason your local dentist can't get involved with this. I, I, Dave, you and I, we don't make any money off this broadcast. That's for sure. Okay, (laughs) there it is. I've said
1: it. Yep. (laughs) You know, Don, I want to add one thing to this. Uh, And I think most of the folks suffering from PTSD, particularly if it's at night, or it doesn't matter whether it's at night or not, it's not just you that has the problem. It's your entire family, as I well know, that has the problem. and. You may pop off. It affects different people different ways, as I've learned. And uh, you know that it's it's like being deployed. Uh, when you're deployed in the military, it's not just you; it's your whole family is deployed. And the same way with having PTSD, is it's not just you that's suffering. It's your whole family. It's the people that you work with. It's, it's everybody that you come in contact with. And it can be devastating to your life. It can be devastating to their lives. And, uh, you know, I can go so far to say that, uh, you know, you're not the person that I married. No, because I have PTSD and things change and you never know when it's going to come out in you. And, or why, what the circumstance is. So, listen to what Don has to say. And, uh, you know, if you need to get a hold of Don, you can email us, gm at americaswebradio.com. And if you've got a question for Don, we'll pass that on to him. If you've got a question for us, or, you know, if you like what we're doing, we'd like, we'd really like to hear from you. Again, that's gm at AmericasWebRadio.com. And this show, you know, of, of all the shows, this show has and fills a purpose, and that is to help the veteran, help the first responders, get not just get over, but acknowledge that they have PTSD and help them and get them help. Whether it's David, a night or whatever, that's critical. That's critical,
0: and part of this is you get a purple heart and you can say, "Hey, there's where I got a frag wound," and that's great. But PTSD is kind of on the back burner, and it's 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 a silent thing. and And last week we stopped when we started to talk about the endocrine changes, the endocrine system. That's the. Uh, thyroid, cortisol, whatever, these are affected uh, in PTSD. And for example, cortisol, it, it changes, the, it's, 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 we'll call it a hormone, it changes the storage of fats and it causes weight gain. And not only that, increased cortisol is very closely linked to the relocation of your fat to the stomach area. It's called visceral fat, men don't necessarily show it. So you go, well, why have I got this problem uh, trying to develop a six pack and it ain't happening? Well, if you've got PTSD, the amount of cortisol in in your blood secreted by the glands in your body, we're not gonna be getting into physiology here, it causes excessive eating. Why? It's a stress hormone. And what do you have a craving for? High sugary and high fatty foods. Why? They make a quick energy requirement. They meet the need for a quick energy uh, supplement and a sustainability, sustainability with a fatty food. So you've got the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. Okay, there i said it. I know you'll feel better now, but the point (laughs) is that's a technical word for what's going on. Now, when you've got uh, another thing that we need to talk about, that's corticotropin-releasing factor, hey, hey, CRF, it has a massive effect on the intestinal function. Now, with CRF, this is another, we'll call it endocrine disorder, in which the uh, for a long period of time, your elevated, upregulated system from PTSD can cause just total havoc with your intestinal system—bloating, gas, etc. Now, what happens? You, if you've got PTSD and you've been convinced it's only a mental condition, well, part of the pie. Draw a pie diagram. You know where they take a slice out for this? Sure thing. Part of that pie is mental health, there's no doubt about it. But another huge part of that pie, which you are affected with, and don't know it unless you do your own research, is indigestion. What? Yeah, that's a digestive tract. Heartburn, that's a digestive tract. Acid reflux, that's a digestive tract. So what happens is cortisol begins to erode the lining of your digestive tract. It changes the balance the protective layer that you have between the poop and you will speak. You have more cells in your digestive tract, and remember they're bacteria, than you have in your entire body. Now there are about 20 to 30 trillion cells in your body. So that's a lot of, lot of. you have a lot of renters down there in your digestive tract. When you change the floor of the digestive tract, there are psychiatrists and I think it's kind of cutting edge that say the digestive flora, those are the little guys living in your bowels, can have an effect on certain mental states. So that's 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 really closing the loop on that. Not only that, there are other uh, things that your body uh, secretes, and one of them is called prolactin. Well, when you have your adrenal gland jumping into this equation, it can change the prolactin prolactin levels and that can also increase your sensitivity to pain. So that is what is going on. So you go, why am I more sensitive to pain? We just last week we talked about hyper hyperacusis, which is a low tolerance to sound, and it's a confirmed link with this between your PTSD and hyperacusis. Why? Because the cerebral processing which occurs and how you interpret sounds is changed in PTSD. So you go, why don't I like uh, the loud sounds? Why do I try and get away with them? Well, you probably weren't told that that's part of the PTSD syndrome. It's listed. There's a lot of sophisticated research here. Not only that, you've got an increased of tension that you put on your muscles and joints. Why? Because you're upregulated. If you're ready to go, I like to tell people it's similar to watching racers, you know, in an in, in in Olympic competition, they're in the blocks, I guarantee you, they're not flaccid, they're ready to go, they're waiting for that gun, and they're going to move out, well, the same thing occurs in PTSD, except you can't shut it off, and you, that's why there's this startle response, that's one of the diagnostic features, now, I want to stop here, and make something perfectly clear, Just because a psychologist or Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine doctor or your fire department has not tapped you on the shoulder and says, hey, buddy, you have PTSD, you have to remember there are characteristics that you have to meet to be given the, quote, diagnosis of PTSD, unquote. Subthreshold PTSD, that's where you can have, let's say, 50% of the symptoms, but you don't ring the bell because you don't have 80, I don't know, whatever metric they want to use, that doesn't mean that you can't still suffer from the effects of PTSD. You may have a startle response, but you don't have nightmares. It's called mix and match. So you have to remember that you might be out there and you've been having nightmares in your sleep, you wake up and and anxiety disorders cause you to grind your teeth, clenching, buxing, but, hey, I haven't been awarded any disability for PTSD. Well, let me tell you what the VA likes. You're not 100%, so you're not going to get care, oral dental care. Well, here's the fallacy in that. If you get shot uh, in in the face and some teeth knocked out during a battle, that's service-connected. So they will treat that. Well, if you grind your teeth and destroy them as a result of, of overwhelming battle terror somehow that's not not related and especially if that's your only manifestation so you really need to know where I'm going with this argument one is that you don't have to carry the full diagnosis of PTSD to say look I have an injury that I incurred I didn't get the full enchilada but that has nothing to do with anything if you have a uh, let's say a frag wound that's trisected I mean cut in half A nerve, transected rather, transected a nerve and you have disuse of a part of your body, well that's service connected it affects the nervous system, well if you have PTSD from active duty and it's sub threshold and you're having effects why is that not connected as a a, a potential for disability uh, rating, so that's where I'm going with that argument, it may be obscure but we'll hit it again now, the increased tension that you put on your joints and your muscles has an effect. There are a lot of guys and ladies, firemen, policemen, first responders. They You wake up in the morning, your wrists and ankles hurt, and, you're, and you have a headache. Well, i tell you, you've been busy at night grinding your teeth, and your muscle, if you're going back and having a might, nightmare and you're back in having a battle, that as far as your body's concerned... You've been in the war when you go to bed. Not only that, you have the adrenaline being secreted, epinephrine, norepinephrine, etc., which causes your heart to pound. So you might wake up in a cold sweat, which is called a sympathetic response, parasympathetic response. That's another nerve we'll be talking about, the nervous system that's being affected. So what am I telling you? Your endocrine system is being affected, and, the, and, and it's manifested by cortisol being increased. Now, what happens? When you go out to train, and you think you want to build muscles, and you lift weights uh, because you're real serious about it, what happens? Well, you can't build muscle. Why? Because cortisol affects the use of proteins and muscle building. So that's something that you may not have known. And in a minute, Dave, I'm gonna let you comment right now and then we'll get into the immune system.
1: Well, I you know, I, I think that anyone that's listening and whether it's you or a family member or a good friend that expresses any type of PTSD should be listening and understanding what Don is saying and that you know, there are a lot of folks that have PTSD, maybe they're self-diagnosed or they've been diagnosed with it and just sort of thrown up their hands, well, there's nothing I can do. Well, there is something that you can do, and that's, listen to this show, uh, go back in our archives, and Dr. Don has given wonderful suggestions in each and every show uh, talking to friends, talking to other people that suffer, talking to your peers, and um, like we always kid, uh, a veteran has a number of stories. And they, when you sit down and you start talking, you can reminisce in a good, quiet manner that uh, makes total sense. And so, go back, look at our, or listen to our archives, and. Like I say, for most of our shows, be sure you've got a pen and paper with you so you can write down the note or take notes. And, right, uh, Dave.
0: <laughs> that's yeah, That's we've we've got. And I know that we have a for an average audience. I mean, you know, not science geeks. This is a lot of information, Dave. And you were right when you said, listen with a pen and pencil. And we're going to go over some of this stuff in other shows and review this for the new listeners. But watch how this ties together. You have the immune system. Most people, I would say 98%, don't know that 60% of your immune system is in the digestive system. So if you increase the cortisol in your digestive tract, now it increased your inflammatory response. So the increased cortisol cortisol in your immune system severely changes how it reacts so what you what's going on is we talked about the safety border between the poop and you so with an inflamed gut you have permeability problems and that manifests itself as digestive problems and so knowing this when you say wow, why do I have irregular bowel syndrome? Why do I have diarrhea, blah, blah, blah? Well, that's to let you know it might be from your PTSD, and that's how these things are connected. There is the endocrine system, the cardiovascular system, and the dental system, among, and the musculoskeletal system. And this, these little vignettes I'm giving you point you in the direction of saying, wow, this could be happening to me. So,
1: Dave, you there? I'm sorry, Don.
0: Yeah, I thought we got disconnected.
1: No, yeah. no, no, I just... Uh, yeah, I
0: was just a sound check. So another thing you have in your brain, let's get back up to the brain. There's this thing called amygdala, and it's a stress evaluator. It looks at the sights and the sounds and the senses, and it stores the frightening messages. I call it the Amig Godzilla. Okay, to help you, so you remember the Amig Godzilla. It's a stress evaluator. It's, remember, it's trying to protect you, so it's getting giving you the heads up on the sights, the sounds, blah blah blah, that might be coming your way. Now, I call the next one the Hippo on Campus. Okay. The hippocampus stores and retrieves memories. That's the hard drive. Well, you've got the amygdazilla and the hippo on campus, these two creatures, working in your brain to try and identify threats. Well, what's going to happen? These guys start messing with the cortisol level. And they're the guys that are, they have your best interest at heart. At But you can't get around it because you remember, with PTSD, you're reacting to the situation. You are upregulated and ready to go like the runners in the blocks so that you can have a a better chance of living. Now, the next system we're going to talk, we'll probably spend five minutes on this and then we're done, is the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. Big deal. Sympathetic is your. Waiting for a guy to pull a gun out on you when you're in the bad part of town, and the parasympathetic is you're going to, you're going to bed after a, a huge meal and a beer, and you think life is good. One of one of those systems is, is driving it. So, what has what has PTSD done to your cortisol? Now we're talking about response. Now I use technical words here because people say, "Well, why doesn't that guy talk technical?" Well, you have the glucocorticoid receptors, which are their, their response is blunted as a result. Uh, Say
1: you know, that fast it, ten times.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the your uh, the H P axis, we said the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, is more active. And listen to this word: labile with PTSD. Okay, and so. You have increased glucocorticoid receptor, these are receptors, and their feedback and inhibition is diminished. So all you need to know is right on down to the molecular level, PTSD affects your ability to respond to emergencies. This is a, we call it in medicine, pan-systemic problem. It's like tuberculosis in action. Tuberculosis and also syphilis affects all your systems. Okay, it's not just where you think it started. Okay, so what happens in sympathetic and your parasympathetic systems, they have to do with the readiness of your body. Increased basal cortisol tone is associated with insulin resistance and glucose intolerance and hypertrice. Glyceride anemia. High hyper triglycerides. So, what is this doing? We're doubling back now. You increase cortisol, cause changes in your insulin resistance. Insulin resistance has to do with how your body stores fat. You store fat, you don't use the proteins, and now you've got to see and understand why, if you feel like trash from PTSD, it's not just a mental problem, it's pan systemic. Okay, not only that, let's talk about your adrenaline and your heart rate. You're supposed to drop, essentially, your heart rate at least 10% when you go to sleep at night. PTSD patients do not do that. Not only that, your stress response and increased sympathetic tone changes your heart rate variability from beat to beat. Those are dampened in PTSD. So. You know, we've kind of beat this to death. I don't want to give guys and gals listening here a headache. Take notes. Listen to it again. Next time, we're going to be talking about, uh, uh, will we view a little bit, and we'll talk about the inflammatory response and C-reactive protein and heart failure. I mean, let me just toss that out there. Uh, you've got... If you have PTSD, you are 50% more likely to develop heart failure. Now, this is a study with 300,000 veterans of Iraq and Afghanistan wars. Those with PTSD had a 60% higher chance of developing hypertension. Folks, that's a huge study. We're going to talk about that next week. You know, when you have PTSD, you just don't have a mental problem. And anybody that tells you that needs to get educated. Okay. All right, Dave. Take it away, buddy.
1: <laughs> where do you Where do you want? May to take it? Uh, no, I, I think <laughs> you know what you've been talking about. I hope will make people that are listening or listen to the podcast of this. I, I hope that you have given them an itch that they will start scratching, particularly if they're veterans. And that scratching will be do something about the VA and force them through your senators, your House of Representatives, you know, your representative to do research on, you know, on the effects of PTSD and your your oral health system, and get them to do research, uh, and if they need help. Tell them to call Dr. moler If they need help uh, in any other way, you know, this is, it's a lifesaver. It's a life changer. We have so many people committing suicide that have PTSD that are veterans and are past first responders or doctors or nurses, and, you know, I, I hate to point a finger at anybody and, and this, this for years was passed over since, I would say even going back to the Revolutionary War and then in, in the Civil War and then in World War II, then in Korea and then, and then World War, or World War II and then Korea and then Vietnam and certainly today in, uh, uh, our last war uh, in the Middle East, and well, Dave, yeah,
0: I didn't mean to interrupt, but it, you just tr- you always trigger comments on uh, news feed. The number of uh, Ukrainian veterans now and civilians with nightmare and symptoms of PTSD is absolutely exploding, and so you were looking for the most recent war. Well, we're technically not in that war. Are you Ukrainian freedom fighters over there uh, who've been invaded uh, are getting PTSD? And the constant bombings and shellings uh, from the Russian dictators, listen, PTSD is going to be a problem in that year, in that country for decades, because, the and you know, we've discussed it here, PTSD affects the family, the social fabric. Think about it. Your family's gone. Your home's gone. Your social support network's gone. And now you've got PTSD. So, Dave, I really want to thank you for sponsoring this program. If it's international, hopefully the guys in the Ukraine will shout out to those, to our freedom fighters over there. Uh, listen to it, too, because unfortunately, y'all are going to have a wave of that.
1: You know, <laughs> now Fosse would say wear a mask and, uh, take a shot but wearing a mask and taking a shot for ptsd ain't gonna work and uh the only thing that is gonna work is for you the folks that listen to the to the show spread the word to other folks that are suffering and are may have family members or friends that suffer i know i had a, a very good friend that uh was in Vietnam, came back from Nam, and no doubt was suffering from PTSD. In fact, I had two friends. And, uh, you know, I'm just thankful, and I mean this very, very sincerely. I'm just thankful that there are folks like Dr. Don Moeller, but other folks, too, that have finally realized that shell shock, whatever you want to call it, uh PTSD, whatever you want to call it, is now being recognized as a disease, being recognized as a serious problem for folks, and is finally, finally being addressed. And eventually, even the dumbasses at the VA will address it. <laughs> Oh, did I say something wrong?
0: Yeah, uh, Dave, we're trying to clean our language up, but I'm not gonna be the guy to I'm just asking for a friend, Dave. <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> well, you know, the the VA that's what they're there for. That's what we pay our taxes for. Yes, yes. And this is, you know you're you're a veteran. I'm a veteran, and okay. You know, all the other veterans. When we signed and raised our hand, the government also signed and raised their hand that they would give certain things to us and would. I like that, Dave. I like it. Support us in different ways, and one of them was health. And for them not to do the research on something that's now been totally proven, and for them just to. Uh, you know, it's it's like I went and talked to my representative a few years ago, and oh yeah, yeah. I, I, in fact, I, I'll, I'll get I'll get one of my helpers, uh, 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 Brian or whatever his name was, come over and listen to this, and then you you take the ball and run with it, and we're going to get to the bottom of this. And it was like deer in the headlights, you know, and it went as far what I was there asking him about and talking to him about, it went as far as me leaving the building. And then it was over with. And I guess they were probably laughing their asses off as I left and said, yeah, well, put that in file 13. And uh, nothing was ever okay. done.
0: You know, the, i tell you what really changes it changes up. Send them emails and make a copy of it and Tell your congressman, we want research in PTSD, oral health. Why? Because it's you're trying to rip us off from giving us the dental care that we want. And not only that, my final comment will be, your VA dentist can make a splint as a diagnostic device, this little mouth guard, to the specifications the article said. And you can say, I want it like a diagnostic test to see if it helps. They'll give you a $4,000 MRI, $2,000 CT scan, $600 lab panel. Why don't you give us a $100 mouth splint, mouth mouth guard, dental mouth guard, made to Dr. Moeller's articles, because I want it as a diagnostic feature test to see if it works. So you wear it for a week, and if it doesn't work, hey, mail it back to them or give it to your dog as a chew toy. But I think you need to demand the opportunity to see if this intraoral device, which they can make for you, will help your nightmares. They owe that to you. Say, instead of doing another MRI for 2000 it's cost-effective. Make me a $100 mouth thing and see if that helps my nightmares. Well, okay, that Don, we're, we're going
1: to okay. have to end the show, but one last comment. CC Fox News and uh, let them know that uh, when you send it to your representative, let them know that you're sending it to Fox News as well. So with that being said, we appreciate it, Don. Thank you, and we'll be back next week with more of a Veterans Place.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.